Welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. This morning, soon he is going to be speaking to us. Lord, I ask you to give soon he your anointing. Fill our mouth and our heart with your spirit and your words. Help us to hear and understand in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I say apostle, stand. Okay. Good morning, everyone at the church and online. Um, good morning, and everybody should be rested because we got to sleep one more hour, right? So, okay, if you're still sleeping, you need to get up now. <laughs> All right, so this morning, uh, topic is, as you can see here in the picture, is we're sowing something here. So the topic is sowing and reaping. So I'm a gardener, or I'm trying to be the gardener, and uh, it's not easy to uh, have a harvest in vegetables and fruits because it comes with the work, okay? So if you want to harvest something, you have to work. You have to sow. You have to do something, right? <clears throat> so that's kind of topic we I like to talk about today. So let's get to the uh, Genesis 1, 11 through 12. And the God said, let, it, let the earth bring forth grass and herbs yearling sea, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. So remember, after his kind. Whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, because that's what he made, and the herb, and see after his kind, and tree yielding fruit. So here the what Lord is saying, the whatsoever the seed you sow, that's what you're going to get. Okay, so are we established with that? Okay, Old Testament and New Testament both is uh, written by the Holy Spirit. It's not just New Testament. So Old Testament, when God said from the beginning, it starts with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we have no misunderstanding about that. Oh, that's just Old Testament, no. It's, 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 it's the Holy Spirit. So I just want to establish whatsoever, if you sow apple seed, that's what you're going to get. Okay? And God saw that it was good. He don't like things mixed. God used the law of sowing and reaping to bestow his blessing. This is his blessing to us. And we didn't even ask for it at the beginning, but he knew what we needed. So at the uh, before, when he was uh, making a garden, for us, he did this for us, for us to eat and be healthy. And he also talked about the be fruitful and multiply. So this is the way we multiply and be fruitful, not just being merry, but sowing and reaping on everything we do. Jesus talked a great deal about farming and sowing and reaping, okay? He talks about the wheat, the corn, he talked about the birds in the air, all kind of things. Okay, so he's trying to tell us something. So if you know, if you are a gardener, then you know. I mean, I learned a lot through the planting and harvesting, watering, and then you also have to cultivate the soil. In Texas, we have this yucky soil, right? It's clayed. Yes. So order for you to plant anything, you have to plant in the good ground, right? So when you plant it, there's some tree will grow 
in this kind of soil. But the most of them, you have to really cultivate the soil so they can stand and they can grow. So um, just remember, good ground also. Sowing and reaping is law of a natural world. So way we live these days, you know, you go to a grocery store, you buy fruits and vegetables and all this stuff, okay? They have to come from somewhere. So if somebody did hard work, right, to order to you to have a can of beans or the produce, and so you can have your salad or, right, eggs, chicken have to work really hard, right? So this we're having some um, chicken egg today. So it's not just a natural, but also a spiritual thing we're going to talk about. It's all connected. So Matthew 5.45. Can I ask a question real quick? I'm sure. Sorry, I'm just ignorant on some things. But um, we were just meeting a banker the other day, and he said something that he had gotten peach tree, and he planted it in the yard. And and maybe saying you even, but he had to, he had to, burn the ground to make the soil good so is that what you have to do here in texas too and to me that really made sense for us we have to kind of burn our flesh too but that's that's another yeah i believe that some people do that i haven't never done that but what i did was we dig a hole so if you root when you get the when you order a fruit tree if this is the root you want to dig the hole uh, twice deeper and twice wider before you can do that. Then especially the soil we have, you, you have to uh, mix it with the natural soil and then your other uh, soil, good soil, you mix those things with. And, and you also mix it with a little rock thing. Or what do you call that, Lou? Uh, expanded yeah, expanded shell. So they can uh, actually uh, draw water and also it uh, keep it moist and also it don't get soggy. When it gets soggy, it will you know rotten and it will die. So it's really a lot to it to plant a tree, especially if you don't have a good ground. Okay, so um, this is all connected with the things we're talking about here. Cause, so when you uh, listen to me as talking about the vegetables, fruits, tree, then we need to look at this in spiritually also, okay? So um, what I want to establish is that you may, okay, that he may be the children of your father, which is in heaven, which we all are, for he make his son rise into the evil and on the good and send the rain on the just and unjust. So this is the law of a universe, spiritual and universe and natural law. God set it up for everybody because every one of us, either we believe Jesus or not, we are the creation from him. So he wanted to bless us. So when he uh, shined the sun, he doesn't just do to us. He does for everybody because he wants everybody to bless. So if you uh, don't know the Lord, you need to come into the kingdom of Jesus. But he still wants to bless you. So people is unbeliever when they follow the law of Jesus, then they also will be blessed. So this is what I want to establish here: the evil on the good, and He sent the rain on just and unjust. Okay, because there is law is set for all of us. Every seed brings forth fruit after its kind. 
Okay? Do you agree? Okay. The one thing I do want to talk about, this has kind of been bothering me a little bit. And this is my opinion. Okay? So we, we already looked, the Jesus, the, the Father God, he made a sea. And it's going to come its own kind. So some people will say, well, the offering time, especially in offering time, it will say something like this. Oh, Lord bless them for who's sowing, the who's offering, who's tithing and offering. He will bless you in many different ways. That's what, that's what that person might say. Okay, I disagree on that. Sunni disagree on that. Because when you sow finance, would that be other kind come out? He said, whatsoever you sow, that's what's going to come out. So when you sow money, guess what? It's going to apples going to come? Or it's going to be beans? It's a finance. I mean, it's simple. When you sow, if I want a tomato, I will plant tomato, and I expect tomato to grow. No, that's a spiritual law, which I'm going to talk about. So when you sow apple tree, it's going to come apple. I don't expect no other fruit. If I want a peach, then I will plant peach. So it's going to bring forth the same kind. That's what the Lord said at the beginning. That's why I brought that up. Okay, and you can argue with God about it, but that's what it says. So when someone says when you when you give offering, He's going to bless you many different ways. I, I I disagree. He will bless you in many different ways. Yes, but when you plant finance, it's going to come finance. You're planting finance. So, I mean, that's simple as it goes, right? If you want a kindness, then you plan kindness. If the Bible say in Matthew 5, if you be merciful, you will receive mercy, right? So it's the same kind? Yeah. So don't mistake in, don't mistake in, because when you plan money on certain area, that's what you're going to get. Any disagreement on that? I don't think so, because that's the, what the word says. Same kind you're going to get. We reap only what we have sown. So if you want to sow tomato, which we like tomatoes, and Lou loves green beans, so if you want a green beans harvest, then you got, you got to sow green beans. If I want a bunch of tomato, I will have to sow tomato. If I don't sow nothing, I don't go look for What's going to come up? Yeah, yeah other than to, that. Yeah. This is so good. Thank you, Sunny, for bringing this message. And I, I, I know that there was a man that um, that he used to, like, he kept giving bikes away. And before long, I mean, he just he had so many bikes he didn't know what to do. I mean, he gives, he fixed bikes, he give it away. Fixed bikes, give it away. And, um, and, and it's so true. What you're sowing is what you're reaping. It just comes back. It just multiplies. Yes. Uh, I give away clothes. I have a lot of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the truth. I mean, it's, I do. Yes, I sow in finances too. But I'm just saying, it's what you're sowing into, right? That's that's what it's it's been kind of on my heart for a while, and I want to clarify. I'm not saying 
to give money or whatever. But I'm trying to prove here what the Bible says. A lot of people mistaking, and they oh, they just want money. No, that money, if you sow, it will go to you. It will go to you. You, you give away uh, kindness, you get kindness. You, uh, you, know, you help poor people, and when it's time of need, you will get some too. It's, it's what you sow. That's the Bible says. Not Sunni. If, if it's up to me, I could come up with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Every person is sore. Either you agree or not. You're you sowing something every day, every moment. So I, I just want to remind, I just want to talk about this. Okay? You, you, maybe some people maybe never thought about it. Every day is busy. You don't think about your, you're sowing something. I'm not just talking about garden. You want chicken, then you have to hatch the egg, right? Chicken egg. You want a duck, but you don't, you don't do quail egg hatching, right? You do the duck egg, right? That's what you're going to get, right? So it's a simple, it's a basic elementary here. But we forget about this. So if we remember this, it will, it will help us. So what do you want to plant? What about in your garden? Yeah, you plant what you want, right? And you plant a lot more if you want a lot more harvest. Yeah? I don't want to just plant one green, one, one green bean seed because Lou, Lou will eat the whole pot. <laughs> so I have to plant a bunch of them. So, so one green bean seed is going to grow up and it's going to multiply a lots of green beans. So if I plant 20 of them, guess what? I'm going to have maybe 10 pot full. Right? So that's the law. So just think about it, what I'm talking about. It's real simple. Real simple. Plant. Plant. Yeah, plant. Yeah. So this person is, is sowed the seed. It has a whole bunch of kind. So they write it down, which one is which. So once, like uh, the, they, when they uh, plant, say they did um, zucchini, and they plant a whole bunch in that one pot. So when the seedling will rise up, they have a whole bunch of them. They wait till they're strong enough, then they transplant those things. So that's, that's how it works. Okay? So... It has many different kinds because they want to harvest many different kinds, not just one kind. So process of sowing and reaping is for your benefit, which is God already said it is for you, for just and unjust. Right? Okay. So if you utilize this uh, law of God, then it will help you. It will help you. Colossians 6, 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked. So you think God don't know nothing? You're doing something he knows. He even know your heart before you even think about it. He knows it all. You will not mock him. You will not. He said try him, not just in good way, bad way. Try him. See what happens. So whatsoever man saw that he will also reap, naturally and spiritually. 
So what you're sowing? What are you sowing every day, every moment? Sowing and reaping is also law of the spirit word. Right? It happens in the spirit. It's all up to you. Okay, growth begins with the sowing of a seed, right? You agree? Okay. If you don't sow nothing, nothing's going to grow. But I want to remind you, brother and sister, you're sowing something every day. You do. In your mind, in your heart, in your mouth, your hand, your feet, your eyes. You do. Sowing something. Always. So when you're sowing something, something's going to grow. Either you see it or not. So it's up to you to that work for you or not. Yeah. There are natural and spiritual consequences. And I'm not just talking negative here. Cause and effect, there is no way around it. Every day, you agree or not, you know you're sowing or not, there's a consequences, there's that blessing or not. It's, it's there. You cannot argue about it because there is effect on it. No. Because that's the way it's set up. Every time we choose an action, we also choose the consequence of that action. We, we usually talk about this consequence when children is doing bad. Right? You make your own bed, you lay on it, right? The water is already spilled, so what are you going to do about it? If you don't listen to me, you're going to do something. Well, you know, the parents talked about all that, but we shouldn't be doing that. We're supposed to bless them, right, not curse them. So the things come out of our mouth is we're sowing seed. Are we sowing seed on our children, our husband, our friends, churches, ministers? Whatever, we're sowing seed, either you agree or not. Sunni is right. Because <laughs> God says so, right? Okay. So we, we don't have no misunderstanding about that. Matthew 7, 12, Therefore all things whatsoever you will that to men, you should do to you, do ye even so to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Okay, that means do unto others as you want to be done to you. That's what it means. Right? And that's not a just saying that right there, Matthew 7, 12, talks about it. So if you want to be, have a lot of friends, then be one, right? Lou? Lou was telling me about that. So if you want to uh, be famous and be loved by everybody, then you need to do that to other people. Don't isolate yourself. I'm a believer, I'm a G- I love Jesus, and I walk in spirit, and I don't care about flesh. Well, that's a lie. That's a baby talking. That's a baby talking. I follow spiritual law. I follow God's law. But uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a man of God, woman of God, so I don't care about the uh, legal law. I'm going to follow what God says. Okay, That's a baby talking. There are so many people who say that, and I just want to slap them sometime. In love. In love, Lord. See, I'm talking about sowing seed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's two different kind of love. 
love with affection and cuddly and just kissing you and all that stuff, telling you the, what you want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Another love is tough love. Tough love. It have to be in there. If you really love someone, tough love have to be there. If you don't really care for them, just just love them the way they want to be loved. Yeah. So if someone is come to you and telling you all these good things all the time, that I have a question about that. I have some question. Lou, I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you you getting this? This is elementary. This is uh, basic stuff, but we forget. Sometimes we don't think. So I wanted to bring this, not complicated, okay? But it really hit the spot. We need to work on this. We really do. The more good we sow, the more good we reap. So what's in your heart? What's in your pocket? <laughs> That's what commercials say, right? What's in your pocket? Okay. Yeah, what is in your pocket? What is in your heart? What is your motive? Yeah, what you're thinking? You're calculating. Calculate. You better calculate what I'm talking about here. Because you're sowing your future. That's what it is. You're sowing your future. So it's up to you. What do you want from your life? Yeah. What do I want in my garden? I sow what I want. So what about your future? I'm saying future because it takes time to grow. Second Corinthians 9, 6. If you, okay, if you sow sparingly, you will also reap sparingly, right? If you sow bountifully, you also will reap bountifully. Okay, that goes with the natural and spiritual law, okay? If I want, like I talked about the green beans, if I want to have a 10 big pot full of green beans, then I have to sow a lot more green beans see. Right? If I want to have a whole bunch of tomatoes, I'm not going to plant just one tomato seed or one plant. I will do a lot of them so I can have a bountifully. Right? So whatever you sow is a little, then that's what you're going to get, spiritually or naturally. So what do you want? What do you want for your family? What do you want for your ministry? What do you want, what do you want with the relationship? What do you want with the children? What do you want? You have to sow something. Either that's good or bad. There's no middle ground. What's going to work for you? Philippians 2 3, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of the mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. So if you create strife to make you look good, guess what? That's what you're sowing. That's what you're sowing. You're manipulating your family, that's what you're sowing. That will come back to you. Other people will manipulate you and your family. That's the law. What are you sowing? 
you hardy and prideful, that's who other people's gonna do that to you. That's a generational curse all about. Whatever your father and mother side so that's coming down to you in the, with the iniquity. There's a sin and there's transgression, there's iniquity. And that's all sin, but different level. But when it hit the iniquity, that's the when father's iniquity sin come down to generation. So it's, it's been so. So it's going to manifest, right? Proverbs, oops, 22.8, He that sowed iniquity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fall. God doesn't want to be angry. He doesn't want to be uh, sending sending demons to you or anything like that. He wants he don't want to send you a curse. He didn't. We did. We did because we have our choice. That's the law. It's been set up. He cannot help us when we go against what he says. Yeah. So guess who's going to pay for us and our family. And our business, our ministry, everything we do, because we sow against what God says. And reason I'm bringing this up because this I've been thinking about, thinking about, thinking about this a lot. I look at my life, about all this, my children's life. And so this really hit me really strong. That's why I bring this out. Job 4.8, even as I have seen that they plow iniquity and sow wickedness, reap the same. Yeah, there you go. See, it's not what Sunni says, but I agree with God. I experienced that. I know. Yes, yes. You try him, either good or bad way. Mm-hmm. Try him. He said try Mm-hmm. Hosea ten twelve. Sow to yourself in righteousness, reap in mercy. Wow, look at that. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till the come and uh, till He come and rain righteous upon you. So when you sow righteousness, He'll be merciful to you, even though His name is mercy. But his mercy follow those who follows him and plant and sow righteousness. And usually that happens when you seek the Lord. And he will rain righteous upon you. Can you imagine rained on you? Something? I mean, just rained. Can you imagine that? It can, it can, we can talk about that rain in many different ways. It could be the rain that washes us. It could be rain that blesses us. It could be rain anoint us. It could be a lot of different ways. You can talk about it. I did not check that one in Greek. I should. Right? Galatians 6.9 And let us not be weary in well-doing. For the due season we shall reap if we don't faint. Right? Don't be weary when you plan something. Don't quit. Don't quit because when you plan something, surely it's going to come. But before you plan something, you have to cultivate the soil. If it's rocks there, you need to take some rock out. 
Some soil needs some rock, so you have to determine how you're going to do this. But you don't want to go uh, give money to this wicked person and expect that to be returned because you're not sowing in good ground. So when you plant something, you want to do in good ground so you will grow, right? And when it's time for harvest, it takes time. Fruit tree takes five years, at least five years. And they might produce little apple or peaches. But as they get older and they get stronger, they begin to produce a lot more. So if you plant something, it's not tomorrow you're going to get. It takes time, God's time. Seasons, suns and winds and everything involved. Okay? So when you sow good things in in God's time, not your time, God's time, you will, you will have a harvest. It will surely come because that's what he says. Yes. So what's happening with you now? That's a manifestation of when you planned something before. It surely grow. It will surely come. You surely harvest either good or the bad or the ugly, right? Oh, yeah. James 5, 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandmen wait for the precious fruit of the earth and had long patience for it until he received the early and later rain. He talks about the Lord's coming back, right? But this is also husbandmen. We also are husbandmen. We cultivate natural or spiritual. It's up to us. It's up to us to do, right? So what do you want? Be patient, though, because whatever you, like today, you're planning something good today, it's surely going to harvest later. It will take time to grow. In his time, he will bless you with that. So every day, every moment is is a sowing time. Watch out with our mouth, because when we say things, we're also sowing. We're looking at things, is we're also sowing. We're touching something, is also sowing. Walking in somewhere, we're also sowing. We get into our pocket and get it, bring the money out, we're also sowing. I'm not trying to make you sow uh, to give offering here. But offering is good because that's your blessing because you're sowing. Like we talked about, when you plant uh, finance, that's what you're going to get. You're not going to get beings. So you plant money, then it's a finance blessing. When you plant wickedness, then that's what you get. You plant beings, that's beings you're going to get. What kind of beings? Exactly what kind of beings you sow is going to come. Not anything else. So if you're holding back the offering, if you need to break through on financing, I'm telling you the secret here. Really, it's not secret. Really, it's the, what, this, what God said. Whatever you plan, that's the same kind's gonna come forward. So some of the, like I said, some of the people say, you know, you plan, you know, money and you give money to this and that and, you know, Lord will bless you with your ministry or bless you with whatever. He's going to bless you with the finance area because that's what you sow. So get this thing. So you lack money, then you better plant. 
money. Yeah, yeah, it's not for minister here. I'm talking about this is the law of God. That's what it is. Yeah, if you need the health, then you better start out ministering for some people and sick people. You need the deliverance, then you better start us casting out some demons or counseling people who needs to be touched. Yeah. Yes, yes. You gotta sow the area. You gotta sow what you want. It is. I mean, isn't this simple? So husbandmen wait. So you plan, then you wait for his timing. God knows perfect timing for everybody. Okay. You reap more than you sow. Yeah, it's a multiplication of whatever you sow. If you you sow if if you if you sow ten tomato seed, guess what? That one tomato seed is gonna bring many, many tomatoes. Then, then if you toast 10, then 10 of them is going to come. Look at how many fruit is going to be. Then after that, look, you open that tomato, guess how many seeds in there? Whoa. And that seed also is very precious. You don't have to buy anything anymore. You can begin to sow those things. It's just going to keep blessing you, keep blessing you, and not just you and your family too, and other people. So this is really simple. You don't have to have a you know a PhD to understand this. Mark four eight and other fell on good ground and did yield fruit and the spare up and increased and brought forth some thirty and some sixty and some hundred. You know when somebody will come to you, we're a minister, and they say. I have a problem with the finances. Can you pray for us? And a lot of us, we do place as God, you know, multiply and help them 30, 60, 100, you know. But really, we should say, the, what you've been sowing? What have you been sowing? That's because if you have that problem, then you have to sow before you, you have a harvest. You don't sow nothing, then how you keep asking? Personal quick story, confirmation what you're saying. So for years I thought, okay, well, you know, the speaker's coming through, we're taking an offering, I'm giving them the offering, and so I wouldn't sow. So then, long story short, I decided to start sowing. How much? He told me the amount. So I started sowing. Nothing came in. Nothing came in. Next month, nothing. I kept sowing, kept sowing, kept sowing. Why? Because for many years, I didn't sow, so I had to back up and repay what I didn't sow. And then guess what? One day, whoa, what's this? One day, I finally reached zero, and I finally started. I had to go back and, I guess you'd say, make up for times when I didn't sow. Yeah, exactly. I was in the red. And so... Just to let you know, if you've not been sowing, and you sow, even if it's real big, if you don't, you can you can pretty much not expect to see it immediately, because you were in the red. But there will be a day that you're in the black again. It takes time. Like some plants, some vegetables and stuff, 
it says in the package, I should have brought a package, but you know what I'm talking about. In the back, it talks about the when you expect the harvest. Some of them is three months, some of them like a radish, little radish within a month. But some of them, it takes a lot longer, right? So when you, you, when you start out, if you have a finance problem, which most of us do, right? And when you saw a month ago, oh God, I planned this much, and how come you're not giving me anything? We don't have financial problems. We have sewing problems. I know, I know. We don't have financial problems. We have sewing problems. And the reason we have sewing problems is because we have heart problems. And the reason we have heart problems is because we don't believe God. That's why he said, try me. Yeah. So if, if, if this will help you, in any way, you should, because this is the principle. I mean, this is how you function. So, I mean, you can, you can, if you, it's up to you. You don't want to do it, then it's up to you. You sit where you at. You never grow anywhere. Yeah. But this is the law. This is how it works. And, and also, the God's not wanting you to go borrow money to give. Whatever you have, how much you want to do it, where you want to do it is up to you. So he don't want you to go broke and doing it because you still have to live, pay your bills and things like that. So just be mindful. Don't be dumb. So increase. Sorry, I'd like to say That's one okay. more thing. He doesn't want us to go broke. He, I'll tell you from hard experience, he doesn't feel obligated to cover hot checks. <laughs> but it also depends on how far you are in the red. And if you're in the red, it might take some pain before you get the gain. Yes. I would, Pastor Lou and I, we experienced that. We experienced that because we saw all our life, we saw so many bad seeds. When we, once we came to the Lord, the Lord brought us into him. Then we beginning to learn yeah, and so we began to do a lot of good things, and 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 after a while, after a while we are giver, and after a while people start on wanting to give us something, and I had a problem because I never used to getting something from people, and I was very uncomfortable at that time, right? Not now. <laughs> I'm just joking, but I'm telling you. So so sooner or later those bad fruit will die down, then all those good things you've been planning will come forward. So, you know, don't lose your heart. I'm just talking about what God says, how things work. That's how it works in natural, too. Law of multiplication, which we just talked about. Multiplication. Whatsoever you sow, you sow iniquity, you're going to have a multiplication of that coming down to you and your family and everything you do. You backstep somebody, oh, they will surely find you out. You bless someone, guess what? That will come to you also. Yes, yes. So either way is up to you. There we go. There's a one corn. Look at the process. Okay, it's an elementary here. I don't have a beautiful language to speak to you um, with, you know, savvy way. 
and I just bring it real simple. And so you should understand what I'm saying here and what the Bible say. I'm bringing you Bible here. There is a season for growing to get to harvest, so don't give up. So begin to plan today if you haven't been. Either good or bad, that's up to you. God's not making you do anything. It's up to you. Because that's why he gives you own will. And that's why he's bringing this teaching to you. Through me. <laughs> there you go. Look at the one C. Apple. Finally, you get to the fruit. Yeah? Then you break that fruit. Look at the C inside. This is a generation of a blessing. James 1, 14 through 15. But every man is tempted, everyone, because we live in this flesh. Everyone is tempted. When he is drawn away from his own lust, his own greed, his own whatever, and enticed, then... When lust has a conceived, lust is, I'm not just talking about sexually here. Lust after whatever. Money, whatever, your work, whatever. When the lust has conceived, it brings forth sin. Because you're moving in the flesh. And that flesh, when you sow in the flesh, surely the destruction will come to you. But when you sow in the spirit, it's everlasting blessing. When it's finished, it brings forth death. So then you have a curse. Every day we have opportunity to sow good seed. We do. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, but I, I want to bring good things. Good things. Okay, we can sow good things. John twelve twenty four. Verily, verily. This is important. This is why two is there. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fell into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it dies, it brings forth much fruit. This is talking about Jesus, but it's also talking about what we're talking about. So you need to plant in a good place, good ground. If you do a bad area, it's like a, the clay we have. Certain one will grow, but a lot of them don't. So then you have to cultivate. So if you don't die to yourself, like Jesus, he could have just stayed in the heaven and with all his glory and power. If he didn't come down and plant the seed to die, then we would not be here. So he's willing to die. He, did he have a problem? Yes, he had a problem in Gethsemane. He had a problem when he was getting beaten. He was getting problem when his uh, beard was plucked. He had a problem when some, one of those guys put the, 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 the crown of a thorn on him. He had a problem when his disciple betrayed him. He had a problem. Lots of problem. But he made a choice. Because he's in his heart and his mind, he wanted to save us. So he went through dying process. If you don't die, there's no resurrection. See, planting the ground, if that seed doesn't die, the outside layer don't die, then there's no spring up with the plant. 
It doesn't. So if we start calculating everything we do, we are not dying. When we give or when we love, when we do something, we have to die to ourselves to do it. And we have to not calculate it to do it. How would I know that? I do it sometimes. So this is what Jesus did. Corn of wheat is growing because he died. Journey to resurrection. Unless grain of wheat fall into the earth and die. If it doesn't, it remains. Never grow nothing. Never accomplish nothing. But if it die, it bear much fruit. Not just much fruit. You cut those fruit and you got more seeds in there. All good seeds. And I say that's a generation blessing. So I will end with this. Father God, I thank you so much for this teaching. And you really taught me a lot. And I hope to this to retain. But I also want you guys to retain this. And use this law of what God put it in the Bible. And through this teaching, it will hit your heart and begin to think everything we do, everything we say. And begin to plan the good things in your life and your families. And future is up to you. Because you can't complain about your future if you're not doing it. So, Lord, I ask you to bless this teaching, bless the people. Let this be settled in their heart and mind. They will not forget about this. And they begin to sow see every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Uh, we're so happy to be here on this beautiful November day here in Plano, Texas. I encourage all of you to continue watching us online. And also, if you'd like to come visit our church, we're right here in the middle of Plano off of Avenue K and um, also between Park and Parker. It's right behind a Whataburger, so you can go eat lunch right afterwards if you want. <laughs> um, it's a great place to come and visit. I know that there's many of you that watch online saying that you'd like to visit us sometime. So we just pray that you're able to do that. We would love to have you come and visit us. There's a couple of announcements we have, so I'll start with you, Enzo. Can I have one of the pieces of paper? Here, I'll give you. Just give me one of them for now. Um, this is uh, on the front table out there for you here at church is uh, our, our schedule, our November-December schedule. There's a lot going on, so you want to make sure that you get one of those. So assuming I hand these to you. And then, uh, this is for the men's social gathering. This is on December the 9th uh, at our house uh, for all you men and any child boys that are five and up. You can bring them. Uh, they're going to be, hopefully, it won't be raining this time. And they can sit by the fire pit and sing songs and just have a good time. So I hope everybody will be able to come for that. We're going to have a girl's one. I'll tell you what that is right here. Right there. This is the girl's one. So this is the, this is the important one. So this is just, you're not invited, Enzo. Just girls only. All right. Well, you're cute. You're cute enough. Maybe you can come. So you want to hold that for me? So that's December the 2nd, right? I want to go there. You'd rather go to this one. It is a lot more fun. I promise you. So. December the 2nd, it's going to be at uh, my house, uh, the Johnson's house. Uh, no, it might be kind of cold. Yeah, you can jump in and freeze if you want. From 10 to 1, and I asked everybody to 
you can find one in your house or decorate one or go buy one, but maybe an unusual vase that you have, a flower vase, bring that, wrap it up, bring it. Make sure you wrap it and bring it because that's going to be kind of our gift exchange that we'll do. And we'll have some lunch. You don't even have to bring lunch this time. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll provide it in for you. All right, let me see if there's anything on this one that I haven't yeah. said. Yes, yeah, so hopefully last night you set your clocks back an hour, so you got an extra hour of sleep. I told Leslie this morning, I said, did they, your kids let you sleep an extra hour? Ha ha. But, you know, somehow the kids don't ever get that memo. I don't know what, that, what it is that way. Uh, also, intercessory prayer is going to be canceled for, uh, actually we'll do it for November, December. We'll cancel it for November, December. Okay, and then training equipping is on November the 18th uh, for both both level one and level two. I think you all have your information. And then also Thanksgiving dinner will be on the Sunday, November the 19th, right here. I need you to sign up. Every name on the list, sign up, because if you don't put, like, little Paris down, she still eats, so I have to know that she's going to be here, right? But if you put Enzo down, you put his name down about three times because he eats a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not kidding, but I'm <laughs> not kidding. Anyway, that's here we go. All right, thank you, kids. I appreciate them so much, my beautiful grandchildren. I love them so much. Enzo, I think you're bigger than your sister now. What is going on? I know. She's older than you, but there you go, darling. Thank you, Scarlet. Uh-oh. Thank you, Scarlet. Appreciate it so much. Oh, Scarlet, here, you can hand this around for me. This is a sign-up for the Thanksgiving dinner. Can you hand that around for me? Make sure everybody puts their name down. All right, Skyly, come on up here. Another announcement. We actually have someone famous in our church. Soon to be famous anyway, if nothing else. Um, this is Skyly. She is 17 years old. Come over here by me. She's 17 years old, and she only had a couple weeks' notice to enter this contest with a charcoal. I think I'm getting it right. You can tell me if I'm not. But she entered into this contest. She won first place. Is this beautiful? I, I was just floored when I when I saw this. I was like, wow, what talent. And my, my sister, Kimberly, is an artist. Uh, she's even teaching art, and uh, she has a degree in art. And she was even trying to call me during the Sunday school service. She wanted to talk to you, so I had to call her after church. But anyway, so she was so impressed with that. I knew she would be. I think she'd like to have students like this one here. But this is amazing. For 17 years old, I'm, I'm just floored by it. Do you do other? What is this charcoal your favorite thing to do? I do a lot, actually. Well, I'm sure you do. You do. What's your favorite? I like colored pencil. Colored pencil. Wow. Okay. What about... Um, I know. We said, well, soon he's soon, soon he's already asked that she could, you know, draw her, and I'm like, and draw me, and leave out the wrinkles and anything else that doesn't look good on me, just just cover it up, right? Don't so, yeah, <laughs> draw what draw what the Lord hopefully sees, <laughs> what we want it to look like, right? But anyway, I'm so impressed with you. Congratulations. You keep on doing the wonderful work that you do. Keep on that, that, uh, I mean, that's quite the talent, quite a gift that God gave you. And I'm just, 
I'm so impressed and I'm so pleased to to know her win, right? To know her win and and I know that you're going to win many more medals and uh, just keep on doing the, the it, you know not only the color pencils but do you like to work with clay? No. <laughs> I don't think I would either. It's just too dirty, too messy. But my sister does. Do you like to uh, acrylic paint? And Yeah, yeah? Okay. Awesome. Maybe we can get her to paint something here, for a beautiful painting here at the church. But anyway, so congratulations, hon. All right? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. I asked... <laughs> So I asked uh, uh, Kylie, I said, do you do, are you as good as her? She said, no, but I'm trying to get there, right? Um, I used to paint, have it for a long time, but I don't have the patience to do it, I think, is what's the problem. Because I can paint, and everybody goes, oh, that's so good. I'm like, well, do you want it? <laughs> but, um, I mean, I like to paint, but I just don't, I need to have more patience. I need to, this probably be really good for me if I would do that. But charcoal's never been real easy for me. So I'm, I'm not. I'm a better painter than a drawer. Does that make sense? Some people can draw better than. Some can do either way, but uh, let's say I can draw. She can paint. She can sing. She can dance. <laughs> Shall we go on? <laughs> anyway, so it's. Uh, you, you ready to do something yet? Communion. Not just yet. Okay. Did they already send you up here? Uh, I'm waiting on you to call me up. No, we're going to do communion. I mean, it's the offering first. We're going to pray then offering first. Okay. <laughs> let's stand. Let's pray. Let's get our service going this morning. I'm ready. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much that we can come here to praise you, to worship you, to serve you. And Lord, while there's many that are even watching online, we thank you for those that are supporting us. We thank you for the church members here that are supporting us. We thank you for all that you do in our lives. And if there's anyone that's watching this and they just need a healing from you, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you touch them. You send forth your ministering spirits just to minister to them. Holy Spirit, just by your touch, Lord, we just ask Jesus to touch them and heal them. That spirit of infirmity, we command it to be loosed from the body right now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray for the testimonies to come in. And, Lord, I also ask for just a blessing upon your people that are here today. And, Lord, we thank you for sending us around the globe to continue to give them the message out. And we give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's time for offering. We had an awesome message. If you did not see it, yeah, you may be seated at the 930 service. Uh, you want to you wanna go back and watch it because soon he brought a wonderful message about offering. So come on up. All right. Okay, so offering time, guys. So the the talks I had today was uh, sewing and ripping, right? So it's 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 not just the money. It's not just money. When you sew offering, you can actually the Ini and I discussed this a little bit. So when you sew your finances, when you sew money, then that multiplication of a fruit will be in, in around you financing area, right? Because that's what you're sowing. And you can actually specifically ask the Lord when you're sowing, 
the uh, money, you can ask Lord, Lord, I'm sowing this, but I need uh, this, this for my finances, right? So you can ask him specifically. I didn't say, oh, oh, you sow money and you get money. I'm saying when you sow your money, which is a finance area breakthrough, or you harvest the finance area you need, okay? So that's what I was talking about. But I did not say you sow money and you get money. It's in your finance area what you need. God knows, right? You can ask him specifically when you sow. So just know that. And if you, uh, so anyway, today, uh, what do you want from your finances in the future? It's not going to come tomorrow unless you've been sowing it before. But if this will be your future finances, whatever you need it. But you remember I also says the little you sow, the little you get. Right? You sow a lot, then you get a lot more fruit, right? So it's up to you. I'm not twisting your arms, but come and sow and be blessed. Okay? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we just ask that you bless this offering. See that it covers everything that we need and also bless the people back. Just like you said, as you sow, so also shall you reap. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I thank you so much for this blessing. Bless everybody's heart. And for the future purpose, let them be fruitful and multiply, and, and they will build, be more than enough so they can build your kingdom. In Jesus' name amen. we pray, amen. 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 Okay, so it is the first Sunday of the month, and that's the Sunday that this congregation has chosen to take communion. So if you have your Bibles handy, you can turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. By the way, I have a a question for our local congregation. Do you prefer this kind of unleavened bread, or do you like... Oh, yeah? That's better than a cracker? That's what I thought, too. Because it's probably time for me to make some more. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Lord, we ask you to bless the unleavened bread and the grape juice. While it's only unleavened bread and grape juice, it represents your body and your blood that was shed on the cross for us. And this we do this morning in remembrance of you and your sacrifice that you gave for us in Jesus' name and they will distribute it around, hold it. Anyway, in uh, looking at this, I like to read it in the reverse order because it really kind of gives us the steps. In other words, if we start at verse 35, we'll end up at verse 24. 35 says, If any man hunger, let him eat at home. In other words, this is not a little snack. Uh, If someone has not received Jesus, you don't want to take this. You just say, Why? Because in verse 30 it says, for many, uh, for, for if, verse 29, he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body, meaning this is not a little snack. 
This is not a little game. This is, I mean, in Christianity we have very few rituals, but this is a ritual that he's asked us to do, this do in remembrance of me. And so the only time you want to do this is when you have received Jesus. Second thing is, is in verse 31 and 2, says that if we'll judge ourselves, then we won't be judged, meaning that we want to ask the Holy Spirit to forgive our sins before and as we're taking this because the whole major point of it is it's again another chance to be washed clean. When we were in Honduras and also when new congregation members move into their new homes, we will go over and drive a wooden stake in that has scriptures on it and we'll do a salt covenant, a... um, Communion covenant where we pour out the, the body and the, bre- the bread, the body and the blood over it, reclaiming that land for God and asking whatever sins may be on those that land to be removed. Uh, then, I think I've covered that. Okay, all right, let's, so let's go to verse 24. So he says, verse 23. For I have received the Lord that which I have delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus that same night that same night when <laughs> microphone works. <laughs> but by the way, I, I just keep telling Leslie, I say I think that's one of the best things that we do every Sunday morning is having Leslie come up here and do the announcements. I, I remember people all of my life going through, going up through church, they always complain, the announcements are too long. Well, the announcements are kinda like with the children up here, the highlight. It's like we can't wait till the announcement so we can watch all the kids get up here. They're just so cute. So I think Leslie doing the announcements with the children up here is fabulous. And I turn around and look at the house, or the, the, the faces of people as they're up there, and they're all smiling. And anyway, and that point's made. All right, so. I received the Lord that which he delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus that same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And yes, we, Lord, we take bread. And we need given thanks, and we give thanks, and we break it. And they said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me, and they all ate. Excellent. Verse 25, in the same manner, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this is the cup of the New Testament in my blood, this do you as often as you drink in remembrance of me, and as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Lord, we thank you for your sacrifice on the cross, and we receive your blood in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise and worship. Thank you for our praise and worship team. Thank you for our praise and worship team. All right, well, let's stand up and spread out. (laughs) All right, we're going to praise our great and mighty, wonderful God. Amen. Time to get excited. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Let it be a sweet sound into your ear. In the name of Jesus, you are worthy and worthy, Father God. Hallelujah. 
And I will sing to the Lord And I will lift my voice For you have heard my cry And I will sing to the Lord And I will lift my hands For you have brought me out of the pit for you have brought me out of the pit I'll sing glory hallelujah I lift your name on high I'll sing holy cause you're worthy I'll praise you in the tents and I'll sing glory Hallelujah, I lift your name on high. I'll sing holy, cause you're worthy. I'll praise you with the dance. I will praise you with the dance. I will praise you with the dance. Hallelujah. And I will sing to the Lord. And I will lift my voice, for you have heard my cry. And I will sing to the Lord, and I will lift my hands, for you have brought me out of the pit, for you have brought me out of the pit and I'll sing glory hallelujah I lift your name on high I'll sing holy cause you're worthy I'll praise you with the dance I'll sing glory hallelujah I lift your name on high I'll sing holy
Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And there is peace. There is love. There is joy. Thank you, Lord. Saying it is for freedom. It is for freedom you set us free. It is for freedom you set us free. Come on, here we go. One, two, three. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And there is peace. Where there's peace, there's love. There is love. Where there's love, there's always joy. There is joy. Come on, saying it is for freedom. It is for freedom you set us free. Yes, it's true, Lord. It is for freedom. It is for freedom you set us free. One, two, three. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. We will walk in your freedom. Walk in your liberty. We will walk in your freedom. Walk in your liberty. Come on, let's take a dance now. We will dance in your freedom. Dance in your liberty. We will dance in your freedom. Dance in your liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. <laughs> Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Are you free? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Come on, one more time, nice and loud. Here we go. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Saying it is for freedom. It is for freedom you set us free. Yes, it's true, Lord. It is for freedom. It is for freedom you set us free. Here we go. One, two, three. I'm free. Come on, let me see your hands nice and high. Come on. Free. I'm free. 
worshipers arise. Let the sons of the daughters see. I'm surrendering my own. I surrender to the King. Let the worshippers rise. Let the sons and the daughters sing. I'm surrendering my and worship your great and mighty name. We ask that it be a sweet sound into your ears. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, I think we can leave them up if there, as long as everybody can see. Hallelujah. Let the worshipers arise, people. Amen? Are you a worshiper? Yeah. You know, I have to say, in all honesty, when nobody's listening and nobody's hearing me, I try to sing like Leslie Ann does where she goes off of there, and it's like it does not sound anywhere close to that at all. But praise the Lord. I'm glad you got my gift I was supposed to get. We all have gifts, right? Some more than others. See, I must have sown a whole lot for you, Leslie Ann. (laughs) That's how I'm going to look at it anyway. (laughs) We're going to continue talking about Honduras. Um, It was a wonderful trip. We were there from October the 5th to the 16th. Yes, I do. So I'll be right there. If y'all can sit down, that'd be great. Uh, we're missing Tamora today. So sad about that. We're missing Michelle today. She couldn't be here. And then Doug Bradley, we'll have him come in here in a minute and just wave, but he has to get back in there and do the producing. Oh, yes, we're missing Linda too. I forgot about that. So he can, he can just wave to you because he was there with us also. And, but he is producing. He has to do the TriCaster and everything. Or, those of you that are that are watching online will not be able to see everything. So you do want him back there, but we also want to recognize him and say thank you. Um, hallelujah. All right, let me see if I can scoot around there without crawling under the table. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'm so excited to be able to share with this to, to you today. Um, God was so good to us. I need the remote, please. Where's the remote? Okay, okay. 
Hallelujah. Amen. And we can have all the kids in here if you'll let them know, Brandon. Because I know they're going to want to watch this. And, I mean, we'll probably have some young missionaries come up and want to be. It's okay. We aren't going to pass out the words, okay? So that there's a, they're going to have some young missionaries, I know, that are going to be rising up in this church because we're a missionary-type church. We love to do that calling that God has placed on our hearts to do. Uh, we have Greece coming up. We have um, also hopefully Cambodia coming up. Uh, hopefully we'll get to go back to Honduras. And, you know, we're sowing, you're sowing. So, again, it's like where it's the, the sowing and the reaping, right? So that's, what's, that's what this is all about, too. We're going to raise up more and more coming into the church that are going to be able to go on these mission fields and, and see many things happen. You know, I just have to say this before we get started because... There's so much right now that's just going on in the world with, unfortunately, you know, Israel and also, you know, the Palestinians. And I just have to say that, you know, as Christians, we got to stand for Israel, whether we like the Jews, whether we like Israel or not. Can I hear a yes and amen? Yes and amen. Yes and amen. I mean, I can hear praise the Lord with our hands too. Lord, we're going to, we're going to support Israel. Um, yes, let's go ahead. Let's, let's, I saw your hands go up, Stan. Come on, leave us in appreciation. You know, it all started back with Ishmael. And uh, we, you know, unfortunately, that's just what happened. So now they have their God, which is Allah. Their God is not our God. Amen. But the Israelis, the Jews, even though they have not accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior yet, many of them, by the way, some have, um, that we've called Messianic Jews, they they have the same Father God that we have. So we have to support them no matter what. And, you know, Hamas, many people are just ignorant. I'm sorry, if, if, you are, if you're believing that Israel is in the wrong, you need, to, you need to get your eyes open and your ears on because Hamas is actually... It, what now? They need to get saved because they, you know you might say you're a Christian, but you're for Hamas. How can that be? Because they they have they are worshiping the wrong god, and also they are like a, the the extremists. They're like what is the ISIS and stuff uh, that are fighting against the Jews. They want to destroy the Jews, wipe them off the face of the earth. They want to destroy Israel, and so we have to stand with Israel. We must 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 pray for Israel. We must pray for their strength and for their able to get uh, be wise um, and everything. So if you as a Christian, you are supporting, because Stan gets emails, so you think that they're probably Christians, but obviously you're not. If that's what you're believing, that Hamas is in the right, the Palestinians are in the right, you're wrong. You're wrong. We need to pray for Israel, and we need to pray for the country to be here. All right, so I just had to throw that out. Well, let me just say something about that. Uh, Genesis 12:3, I believe it is, says this is God speaking to Abraham. Okay, so this was the first time that God had chosen a man and his offspring all to be His. He chose Abraham, and He said that every place His feet would light upon would be given to Him. And then God also said the same thing to Moses. And in Genesis 12, 3, it specifically says he would give him 
all of the land from the river Egypt, that would be the Nile, all the way over to the Euphrates River. It's very clear. That was all given to Abraham. And so the real issue in Israel today is, do you believe Allah and, and God and, and that God, or do you believe in Jehovah and his son Jesus and that God? Because if you believe in the God of the Bible, you believe that from the Euphrates River to the Nile all belongs to the Jews, including at least a lot of, if not most all of, Saudi Arabia. And here very, very soon, the prophecies say that Israel is going to get back all of their land. And it says specifically, I will bless them that bless you, and I will curse them that curse you. It does not say, I will bless you when you bless Israel when they're right. It simply says, I'll bless you when you bless Israel. So Israel may be in the wrong. You and I do wrong things, but they are still the children, the chosen children of God. And so if you want to be blessed, you continue to support them. And the last act that America will do, according to the prophecies, is turn against Israel. When we turn against Israel, that's it for America. So we need to continually support Israel. We need to not turn our back, right? So praise the Lord. Let's let's continue to support Israel. And I surely probably made a lot of people upset. But you know what? You need to check your heart. Because you probably have not been serving the right God if if you got upset with that. Um, I know you have not been serving the right God. So, Amen. like you said, we need to, you need to be saved. You need to call on Jesus. Just because you say, I believe in God, does not believe, which God? yeah, which God and which one are you believing in? Because just say, I believe in God is going to get you to heaven. It's just not. So, anyway, with that, we're going to talk about how wonderful God did show up in Honduras um, and how they are serving the Lord and how they're standing actually with Israel over there, too. Uh, so we saw it all over the place. But anyway, this picture here is that we were staking the ground for our October the 14th crusade. There was going to be probably, um, as they say, there was between seven, 8,000 people that came. But this is what Stan was talking about when we did communion, how we also, also, also in our homes, we staked the ground. We put a stake in. We put the, the, the wine or the grape juice and then also the um, unleavened bread and also a salt covenant and also oil representing the Holy Spirit to to cleanse the land, to bring it back to the Lord. That's just a prophetic act, but I'm telling you, um, I believe God is in the prophetic acts. Amen. I've seen him move. <laughs> I've, been, I've seen him do many, many wonderful things because of that. Yeah, this is the staking of the ground. This is what we were doing there at this picture here. You can see it was a big football or soccer field. I cannot move it. This is Sharonda. So, anyway, this was where we were. This was a, it was a really huge, humongous um, soccer field. All right, large. I thought it was huge. It looked huge, pretty huge to me. <laughs> it, was, it was big. But it was, a, it was bigger than where I spoke of before, so it was awesome. Uh, here, we'll go see this little video. We were doing the ground. Show us the hammer. <laughs> This is a metal aluminum hammer. Oh, it's a judge's hammer. We, we needed a hammer, so this is all we it? could come up with. Oh, She's trying to pound some sense into me. Oh, my goodness. Oh, stop killing. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the soccer field. This is where we're going to have the crusade. There's Pastor Francisco and his friends. There's Mama. There's Ernesto, our driver. Seal away and her mom 
These girls were at the training today, the ladies' conferences, Rigoberto, Salvador, and the crew here. We're getting ready to stake the land in the name of Jesus. Kick out the devil. We have a stake softener. That's right. He's killing me. You can't stop laughing. Gonna, we need to use this on our steaks. The steaks. Yeah. We've been eating Chihuahua for a week. That's right. We're here. Oh my goodness. We have fun. It, I was, it wasn't Chihuahua, literally. Some of you might be going, really? No, obviously not. Well, I don't think, anyway. Chihuahua it was, would have been better. It would have been tender, more tender, probably. <laughs> Again, these are just pictures of us. <laughs> Can you turn it down? Let's see. Is that all? That you are in the midst of them? Okay. That you are in the midst of them? And as you gave to Abraham and Moses the authority to walk and claim the land? And as you've given us authority over all serpents, and scorpions and all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt us. We claim this land for the kingdom of God. And as we go out and drive these wooden stakes into the ground, that have scripture verses written on them, giving us power and authority over demons, dándonos autoridad y poder sobre demonios. Amen. Hallelujah. We claim this land for God. Clamamos esta tierra para Jesús. And we kick out. Y echamos fuera all evil serpents, todas las serpientes dañinas, and scorpions and all the power of the enemy. Escorpiones y todo el poder del enemigo. We ask the ministry protecting and guardian angels. Pedimos a los ángeles ministradores to be guarding over this land que estén guardando esta tierra. and also be sent out to be sent out to the north, south, east, and west to bring in people such as should be saved and that you would come and visit this meeting and give us power and authority over all serpents and that the ministers would have the anointing of God and all the helpers and that you would show up with signs, wonders, and miracles Sevenfold miracles like this generation has never seen. And that this <coughs> soccer field would not be big enough to hold all the people. 
y que este campo de fútbol no va a ser lo suficiente para tener toda la gente que se va a perder. We had four corners, uh, so they were to be divided in two groups. One went to one side, and one went to the other group, went to the other side, and did, uh, we covered all four corners. You can see the clouds in, in the background. It's not unusual for Lord to come and cleanse the, land, the ground after you prayed like this. Uh, it was just a light, beautiful rain that came, and uh, it was just a confirmation that the Lord cleansed the ground. Here's just some more pictures of the staking. If you haven't done this at your home, I encourage you to do so. Uh, I believe when Stan and I did our home, it actually we saved our home from getting taken. Yep. Anyway, the light rain came, and it cleansed the ground when we finished. It was amazing. It was a confirmation to what we were doing. Um, this was, again, at our hotel. We were about to have communion and to do our praise and worship with each other, pray for each other. This is just... <laughs> I said that's going to be a bad picture. That's a bad picture. That's a good picture. I think it's a good picture. We have fun. We do have fun. That's the wrong comment. <laughs> that's the wrong comment. <laughs> we want Stan to go back with us again. Because we have fun, right? <laughs> he's an expert joke teller. Oh, no, that's not can, true. can I say something about yes, that Yes, you can one? talk about this is Assembly of God, your pastor. This, this, this guy, I mean, many, all, all of the churches absolutely broke my heart. I went into this church. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I can barely talk about it and keep from crying. But this little church, this tip picture was taken from inside where we were sitting, looking out. Now, what you can't see is to the left, there's a big speaker, and about right here is a, another big speaker, and those speakers are aimed out, and that on the other side of that partial wall is where a whole bunch of people live, and they had the speakers turned up really loud, aimed out. They weren't <laughs> aimed in. Believe me, you could hear them plenty. Yeah. But they were aimed out trying to reach the community. Yes. And this, this was, in my opinion the most Bible read of all of the congregations that I spoke to, the anointing was the strongest of all of them. Uh, and, and my heart breaks at this because you, as you look at this, you can see this is a partial church. Now, what we in America believe is don't start the thing unless you have the money to finish it. But they started it, and they don't have the money to finish. I'm going to guess it's been at least a couple of years maybe five years since they did any work on it. So they did, probably they got some money, and they started building. And that's where the money ran out, so they stopped building. Now, if there's another picture, you can see that the other side where we're... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Now this is on the outside. Oh, 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 let me see if I can show you. Okay, see, that is a speaker, and there's another speaker here off camera aimed out. This is the praise and worship leader. Here's where the speaker or the pastor uh, speaks from. And they had the little lights here. And this is the roof, which is very, very nice because it's better than not having a roof. It rains in on, on dirt a lot. But I want you to notice that all along here and over here, 
The roof and the side walls don't touch. So it's really just you got uh, a windbreak on three sides, you got uh, a metal roof on the top, but that metal roof is, when the sun is on, I mean, it's like a heater in there. So it, it's unbelievably hot all the time. Anyway, the, the anointing was very, very powerful. That's where I was prophesying to the praise and worship leader and went over and prophesied to the, 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 the pastor too. And that is, that is it's on my heart. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bless those churches. I'm going to bless them. Leslie and I, when I said that, she says, you have my agreement. We are going, and just like the, the message this morning, soon he was exactly right on. And if you want tomatoes, you plant tomato seeds. What do we want? church we want a new church building so what do you think we should do start saving our pennies trying to like we've been doing trying to save our pennies and getting the money or should we build that church then god will build our church does that make sense so i'm absolutely totally committed we we're going to set up something some kind of a regular giving and we're going to bless those churches you watch and god will Bless our church. Amen. Amen. Anyway, we had a, a TV crew that came by, and they were going to interview um, interview us. Actually, we had Tony speaking because it was Spanish. Uh, but they were staying there ready to do our ad for the Crusade ad announcement. And um, that was, I guess that was that, I don't know what morning. I think that was the morning we went to go to State uh, This was the afternoon. That was our first. That was an afternoon. I don't remember what day it was. Doesn't really matter. Uh, this is Lou, his ministry at Pastor Odia's church. She was an on fire girl. You can tell she loves to preach. Okay, yeah, man. <laughs> These pastors are on fire for God. It's awesome. Uh, here's a. Uh, we had. This is, looks like our women's meeting. Uh, when uh, we had. Um, one of the days we, we minister to pastors, do training equipping, and we also do training equipping with the women and then also the youth. And we're praying um, if here for the women, but he's praying here specifically over Rigoberto, who's not a woman, <laughs> of course, but he was he took a stand all around the TV and the set up the radio interviews. This is a, a big church that we spoke at, uh, Stan and I, Brady. and then also ministered at. We had. Francisco. Uh, yeah, Pastor Francisco's church. It's a huge. It's a big church there in Santa Barbara. It holds five hundred people. Did I understand nice that? Church. Right? Nice, nice church. church. Love to have that church and very. And it was the only one that really the praise, praise and worship didn't blow you out the door. <laughs> it was really nice. Do you Don't see those little gifts? Yeah, I had air conditioning. You see those little gifts over there? The green bags, the yellow bags. Those <laughs> are gifts for us, and I love getting gifts. That yes. was fun. Well, also, that's the only one that had a an overhead where you could see the words of the song. Mm-hmm. And also scriptures. If we sit a scripture, they just put it up there. Uh, this was in the back of the church. Um, and I think they were trying to hide some things back there, weren't they? That's where they, like, ran their sound and cameras yeah. from. Yeah. So you just focus on Jesus. You yeah. Focus on the, <laughs> the openness there. Uh, we have, this is Pastor Francisco and then my interpreter, Julie, and we're talking with him and getting ready for the service. They wanted me to come in and speak about um, unity. unity. And so I spoke about unity because, you know, the pastors of the association were there. 
and there are some issues with pastors of associations, so like there would be even here. And so we, I talked about unity. I thought it was really good. I think I got some good feedback about it. And uh, we had everybody lock arms before we were done and make like a wall. <clears throat> and so I think they all got the message. And then Sam spoke on uh, Bible prophecy. Mark of the Beast. Mark of the Beast. And then this is, uh, you can see a little bit more about how big this church is. This was a, again, it was a really, really nice church. And then they called all of us up on stage and began to give us the gifts. And they're very giving, very lovely people, very, really? uh, very huggy per- people. Um, you know, they don't care that they're all sweaty. <laughs> they love the Lord. They praise the Lord. They, they read love their the Bible. Lord. Here's me. I know it's a kind of a little small picture, but uh, it's a picture of me and Julie. We were when I was ministering. And then Stan had his revelation oil. And so we prayed for actually whoever would want to, but pretty much all of them come, even the children come, to be prayed for um, with the revelation oil or to have um, revelation knowledge more about the end time and understanding of the end time and understanding about the mark of the beast because, you know, it's not an easy message that he he went there to deliver. But, you know, um, they wanted it, they received it, and it was amazing. This is uh, at the church. They lined up, and um, and we prayed for them. Soon he and Lou, myself, Stan, and Tony, we prayed for them. These little girls, girls drew me a picture. They were actually on the praise and worship team. They were lovely up there, and uh, dancers too. And they were dancers. And my my little card say, "I love you, Leslie." Yes. <laughs> so it was cool. Um, just some more pictures of it. Again, they just all want to be hugged. They all want to be touched. They, you know, you you go home all wet from them, but also wet from yourself because you're just sweat. You know, but it was. It's, it's a good sweat. It's a good sweat. Yeah. Sweet sweat. I still. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you're like, oh. I still have some seeped in there somewhere down inside of me. I'm sure. Um, this was the the market street that we went down. We we went to the market and. It was just fun, you know, it's just a different experience seeing all the, everything laid out there and clothes and vegetables and something you have no idea what it is. And In the middle picture, those bottles are different, like Coke bottles and Pepsi bottles, that's how they sold their vegetable oil. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> this is us, we got from the, the Pastors Association of Santa Barbara. We all, in our bags, were all shirts, and so we all wore our shirts that day, uh, Saturday, I should say. Because, no, 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 Friday, Friday morning. I don't know what that is. Saturday. Right no, Whatever day, Saturday. Saturday morning, we went to go evangelize. Yeah, okay, Saturday morning before the crusade. Before the crusade, we did the food evangelism, and so we were broken up in four groups, and so we went uh, with um, our new shirts on, and... And uh, anyway, I think we all look really good with our, our new shirts that they gave us. This is uh, Tony with uh, the bag of food. It had what did it have in there, Tony? Beans. What happened? Uh, that's the food yep. that we're going to go witnessing that, that day. It? What was in it? What food? It was rice. It was beans. flour, uh, beans. pasta, yeah, beans, beans, beans yeah. and, you know, they were pretty big. They were pretty big. Let, let, me, let me tell you something that the, the pastor said as we were handing them out. 
He says, I know, you know, the average American look at this and say, well, well, you know, that ain't much. He said, I'm telling you, this is a month's worth of food for a family we are giving. This is a really, really big blessing that we are giving. These people are very appreciative of this. Certainly, they were pretty heavy bags. They love this. Yeah, they love, yep. So that's what we would go to the door-to-door, take them food, uh, be a real blessing to them. Uh, this is some of the people that were that we were interested to. This is obviously where Linda and Sunhi and Michelle had gone. Um, do you have anything to say on that? Uh, it was really blessing, but it's too long story to really go on. Okay, okay. <laughs> because people were you know touched, they were healed, um, they just they felt love. We we felt the love back, but we also were able to just release Jesus love. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've never, maybe you think when you're witnessing to someone here in the United States, you're releasing the love of Jesus. I can speak for myself. I don't know about the others, but myself, men, whether I'm in Pakistan or whether I'm in Honduras or wherever I'm at, it's a different kind of love coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, else to say it. It's, it feels different. It feels... Yeah, you have that, a lot more compassion. You have it? a lot more compassion. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it doesn't mean that it's right that I don't feel that here in the United States. I should, but I'm just saying it's definitely... You feel it when you're in a in another country, um, you know, where it's like we're supposed to love the unlovable. You might think that you'd never be able to love the oh, unlovable. Yeah, but yeah, you go... You, you're putting that. You're put in that position, and you do. You love the unlovable. He gives us the heart of a missionary. This one, this, and it's like, it's, it's like you don't think you want to go to this other country. It's going to be inconvenient. You know, it's not going to be good yada, beds, yada, yada. and it's going to be hot. And then you see the people. The, from as soon as you get off the airport, you start seeing the people, and you fall in love. Yes. It's like there's just a a major difference over you. And uh, I know that people say, and I believe this too, missionaries come home, America needs you. <laughs> but there's, you know, if the United States isn't going to listen, we're going to keep on going where God is going to send us and, and minister. This man uh, that you see on with the black shirt, that was Pastor Jorge. He's the one that has the children's ministry that we support every month. And it's just, it's amazing what his church does. He has, he's very anointed. Yes, he's very anointed. Very anointed. This is, uh, you see Pastor Lou and also Doug and how they were ministering to the people and also Eduardo um, with the interpreter. And this is amazing. It just Again, it's just, I could keep saying the word amazing. Just, okay, go ahead. That. Yeah. So that, that top left picture is uh, me praying for a lady. And she had, I go, What's your problem? In Spanish, they go, dengue fever. So I just reached up and grabbed her head with both hands and rebuked it and prayed for healing. And she came to the uh, crusade the next day, or the same day. That So she, she was sick. This is during the morning time. And in the evening, she came to the crusade. <laughs> you see him praying for several people. <clears throat> and, uh, and you really, you know, you... you like Linda said last week, you're not you're you're kind of taken back. You're kind of surprised at how quickly the the miracles and how quickly the healings happen, you know. Uh, but it's like they're they're just instant. The people they desire it's just instant. So for the most part, uh, there's you see a lot of. I mean, not all of them are healed. No, but I mean, many are. Yes. This is just traveling up, going to different houses to minister. This is a. 
uh, Pastor Stan with a young little girl that he was ministering to. He I has think one. That's the girl. All right, you want to tell yes, the story? Yes, that's the girl. Okay. The Back up the, the girl in the pink. Okay, tell this story. That, that's well, I told her two weeks ago, but this is when when I walked up and and she was sitting down with her legs crossed, so I couldn't see one of her legs. And so I just walked up and I said, God is going to use your legs to take the gospel to thousands of people. And then there were some other things I remember. went over and prayed for her older two brothers. And then I turned around and the pastor had his, his cell phone up to my face showing me that he had been there earlier and she could not walk because she was in an injury. And she, he, he, she couldn't get out of the wheelchair. He lifted her out of the wheelchair and started making her walk, and all of a sudden she could start walking, and a metal pin fell out of her knee onto the ground. And anyway, I turned around, and and back uh, about another 50 feet from this, we went to another house, and I was praying for another couple. I turned around, and she was there. And they'd asked me to pray for this old man, and so I said, I, I was nudge the Holy Spirit to have her do the praise. So had her lay on hands and she prayed for him and then I saw, saw a vision of her speaking in front of thousands of people in a white dress like Catherine Coleman having a big healing ministry. That little girl so is going to have a healing ministry. This I'm, Maybe you can hear part of the prophecy. I, I listened to this not on there. Thank you. Walk the path of your whole family. Como ha caminado toda tu familia. You've been thinking these hands. Y tú has dicho estas manos. Solamente son para cocinar. Clean. Solo para limpiar. We can't hear it very good up here. Solo para tener niños. And the Lord says all of those things He will do. Y el Señor dice que todas esas cosas tú las harás. And be happy to do them. Y vas a ser muy feliz de hacerlas. But the Lord says if you will turn your whole heart to me. Pero el Señor dice si tú conviertes todo tu corazón hacia mí. If you fall to your knees daily, see your legs, and find me on your knees, and worship me, not praying here, not praying there, only praying to worship God, he says he will raise you out of poverty, raise you up higher than your family, and he says he will use you to take his word to other people. Y que él te va a usar para llevar su palabra a demás personas. To be, to be able to teach people about Jesus. Y le va a enseñar cerca de Jesucristo Jesús a ellos. He said this is not a family thing. Dice esto no es una casualidad de tu familia o es cosa de tu familia. This is a door he's opening for you. Esta es una puerta que Dios va a abrir para ti. But you have to walk through it. Pero tienes que caminar acerca de esa puerta. This is where Sharada and I and uh, Ivan were uh, going to go do our ministry, go to the different houses. You can see that, and also tomorrow is with us. You can see the different, some of the different families we prayed for. And uh, the one man that I had my hand on his, his black shirt, his, his parents were staying there, and they were devout uh, Catholics did not know the Lord, and yet this man that was in the black, he was really, he was served in Pastor Giovanni's church, and um, it was, he and his wife were precious, they, they, but boy, they had such a desire to make sure that, that his, his household, his whole family, including his parents, were saved. Uh, you can see that there's just women crying because some little children, see the top, uh, top 
I guess it'll be your top left, the little boy that I'm, I'm hugging. He, he, all three of those children, they accepted Jesus, and he just started weeping. It was, uh, it was, he, you know, you know when they really are receiving, they're mm-hmm. not just saying the words, he started crying. Uh, the, this man, you know, they don't go to church, but yet he said he was going to be at the crusade and he committed to Pastor Giovanni. He would start going to the church and, um, and the, the man that was a black that I prayed for just before, I guess there is the top, top right. You see him again and also his wife in black. Uh, she is pregnant about due mm-hmm. in the day now. And so we prayed for her and, um, anyway, the <clears throat> bottom left was, um, a woman there that, that made tortillas for people to come by and buy. And uh, there was a man there. He was a devout Catholic. And so we let, I said, repeat after me. Let them all in the prayer anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw him one time not moving his lips. I said, would you tell him he's, he's, he, he didn't say that? It was the last words I was just saying. And so I said, would you repeat that again? So <laughs> repeated it again. So I just make sure they said every word, right? Will you go back? Sure. The three gentlemen on the bottom right, um, he's a single dad of those two boys, but he lives in the same area as the picture above them. There's that couple and then his parents, and then they live also in the same little area. But he was so excited. I can't wait to come to the crusade, and I'm bringing my boys, and we're going to have a good time. This is when we're on the way to the crusade. We're all so excited. This is what we've been working for for 10 days to be able to go to do this, and you know, ministering our hearts out all week and the couple, well, actually for really about nine, ten days. Um, this woman here, she's definitely called to be a prophet of God for Honduras. And I really want to try to be able to somehow, Tony, <laughs> I need to get her material. I need to get her being to be um, informed because she has a calling on her life. And she knew in her church the Kundalini and the Shekinah were not right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, her husband and others were fighting against that, but she's, she knew. She knew it wasn't, and so now she, she had some proof. She had some from the videos. Yeah. Oh, this is our little... Uh, this is our advertisement. This, uh, this van was going around the town saying, you need to come to this crusade. It's going to be awesome. I wanted them to come by and pick me up and so I could ride in. Sorry about the picture being skewed, but we could we did the best we could. Uh, they they interviewed me at the end uh, about uh, why we were there, and uh, this was after the crusade, so I got a little bit out of order. But about why we were there, and I know they interviewed you know, some other people. And this, these are the now this is the crusade, and they had dancers. praise team, the dancers there. <laughs> And you can see the band on the stage. It's a pretty good-sized stage. And the people that are in the white and black, they made a big fort, a big line, holding, locking arms so that people can just rush up to the stage. And <laughs> that didn't work when it came time for prayer, but we'll tell you all that in a minute. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it, was, it was good dancers. They were really loving the Lord. And so I know some of the churches we went to, different ones of us, they had dancers. <laughs> You know, when they when the people come to the crusades like this, they don't have any other kind of entertainment. 
So they're going to come. I mean, if they get the word, they're going to come because they don't have, like, TV, Internet, and all these kinds of things, that the luxuries is, uh, that we have. So, yeah, there's going to be music. There's going to be dancers. Yeah. Just some report I heard right after the crusade and everything. There's a lot of new people coming to the church oh, and that's getting full. So, <laughs> so that's the crusade brought some people to yes. the church? Okay, great. That's yes. what we want. This is Pastor Devani. He's, uh, he was, I don't know if he still is. He's going to be resigning at least soon, by the end of the year, I guess. Pastor Devani, uh, he was the president of the association, and so he helped get this arranged, the whole crusade. You can see all the people out there. It was a sea of people. You just, you just step on the stage and you start crying because, wow, God, you really brought them in. And no rain. That was amazing, too. But if there had been rain, it still would have went on. They just, <laughs> still come. They've been having for the last two weeks rain after <laughs> rain. <laughs> so. And there were about seven to eight thousand people. Yeah, there were about seven. They say between seven eight thousand people there. So this is. Uh, A lot of people, huh? <laughs> this is Stan when he was opening up in prayer. <laughs> Uh, this is Pastor Lou when he got up and gave a message right after Stan prayed. He's with Ivan. And I know you have it here in Honduras. If you went to the witch doctor, the brujeria, that is against God's word. I ask you to forgive. So, so he brought about, you know, there's all kinds of things that you're doing in this area, in your church, or like in the city, and also to bring repentance to the people and so it was amazing so the people did they repented many of them did uh, this is me then I spoke and I, I spoke about different things want to wake them up I yelled a lot right Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I did. But the band was so loud, I had to yell a lot. Let's yeah. put it that way. And I said, leche, aqua. Bonita. Enchilada, burrito, taco. <laughs> <laughs> At least they laugh for me about me sometimes. My wonderful friend, Julie. She is pregnant with, we hope, a little Leslie. So, <laughs> my interpreter. Her husband says that if it's a girl, that he wants to name her Leslie. I was like, he's my best new friend. <laughs> 
I would make all kinds of faces. Sean goes, Mom, you're the hardest for us to just take, you know, have pictures of you. Or maybe let's let Leanne because your ways your mouth is always open. So, just the people, the lovely people. They paid attention. You can see how the yeah, look at all the crowd there, and you can see there how far back they're from the stage. They were keeping them, holding them back. Trying to see what they're doing here. Almost a year ago now. It was a year ago today, by the way. <laughs> and I told him about the stroke and how God will heal me, do a miracle for me. He would do it for them, and that's what we were there to do is to pray for them. And uh, so I gave my testimony of what God had done for me. And it's kind of interesting. It's about a, it was exactly a year ago today that that, that you happened. you came home from the that, hospital. No, that I went to the hospital <laughs> that happened the day that it happened. So praise the Lord. But he, you know, God has given me a testimony. I'm glad I have a testimony. Amen. <laughs> but uh, they received a bit about it. And we'll see here how many people wanted to be healed. I led them to the Lord. Um, time just to seal the deal uh so you know i, I really learned that from you sam a couple of years ago but i mean everywhere i go minister that's what i say i'll never deny jesus even at the churches i make them say that i will never deny jesus a lot of hands went up a lot of recommitments to the lord um So he said, well, just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Y entonces él le dijo, repite conmigo, Jesús, ven a mi corazón. Be my God, send me Dios. I gave them a testimony about you, Stan, when we were in um, Dubai and how you led the Muslim to the Lord and how he had he asked Jesus to come in his heart, and then there was peace that came over him, and tears were running down his cheeks. And I said, if you don't have the peace, then you haven't asked Jesus into your heart. Look at the crowd. Isn't that amazing? It's so amazing to a me. A lot of folks. A lot of folks. They all wanted to be touched. Okay, so let me tell you what happened here. So what happened there is that... <laughs> okay, so we... The very first thing that... Because I have a word of knowledge and wisdom. That's usually one of my most, um, I guess, strongest gifts God gives me. And so the very first thing the Lord had me call out to have the people come forward for prayer, it wasn't like those with an earache on the right side or a headache or a backache or something like this. 
It was those, the, the women who are abused. I mean, sexually, physically, emotionally abused. If you are being abused, you need to come forward. And so at that point, there's a few that were coming up, and I said, if you're standing by your abuser, leave them, come forward. And so all these people, start, women, start coming forward. And then I said, if you're an abuser, come forward. If you're the abuser, they started coming forward. And it was like it was getting more and more people, and it was like, uh, what do we do here? Because all team, you know, Lou, Sunny, Stan, Tony, all the others, Sharonda's up on stage with me, and Michelle and Linda, you know, they're and Doug, they're all on the front line here to so pray for the people. people and and they're like coming forward and they're like pushing them up against the the the, the, the stage and up at the state the speakers. And I'm like, Lord, what do we do? And then I said, if there's there's women that you're you're not it's not I'm not talking about miscarriage, you are losing your children after they're born. They might live for a little bit and you know, a couple of years or whatever, but a short time and they're dying. And so I said, I want to pray for you specifically for myself. Come on this side of the, of the stage. All these women came up on the side of the stage. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And then when we get down there to pray for them, they were, had lost. Most of them had lost three children. children. Three children. Most of them had lost After three birth. children. After, After birth. birth. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. This, I mean, Take you just had me go for the <laughs> big enchilada, God. I'm like, oh, my goodness. You, we can't, like, slowly get up to this a little bit. But it's just like, you know, he, God is not wasting time, man. He's not wasting time with people. It's like, let's go get them right now, right where they are, you know, because they are being abused and they are, their people, their children are dying and all this kinds of stuff. So there's so many coming forward that it was, it was crushing all the ones at the front, at the stage. And here I'm like afraid, because I could tell if I raised my hand right there, they were going to try to go down. They were going to be, they were going to be, stomped on because it was it was really scary i'm sharonda had to hold me up on the stage it was and i kept praying god what do i do what do i do god what do i do i mean i really was at a loss god what do i gotta do i i i know now i wasn't ready for a thirty thousand people crusade <laughs> like what do i do what do i do and they couldn't hear anything because they're on the front and the speakers were so loud and the drums were so loud finally finally i said okay if you have, if you, if you're in pain somewhere, if you have a sickness somewhere, then, you know, put your hand on your, if it's your head, if it's your heart, if it's your back, you know, raise your hand, put your right hand on where it hurts. And we're just going to pray that the Lord is going to heal you right now. You don't need me. It's Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus that heals you. Not one of us up here as ministers. It's the blood of Jesus that heals you anyway. And so many of you are going to have to go on the, on the buses right away. And I said, if you get healed, if you get touched by God and you don't need to have us touch you, I said, just, you can, you're free to go. Praise God. <laughs> there were a lot that, that had left. I, I, I heard a, a few testimonies of people that put their hand where, and they were healed. Praise the Lord. So. <laughs> I mean, he, Lord answered. I mean, I was really panicking up there. I was about ready to say, Sharonda, let's just get out of here. Yeah. Just get the heck out of Dodge because I don't know what to do next. I was so, panicking right there with you because yeah. I was like, the people, like, all of a sudden, they literally running up to the stage, and I'm like, uh. Yeah, th- what do we do? What do we do? There was so much equipment and poles, and we just, and the stage was too tall for Leslie and I to get to the people. I literally had to wrap my hands around her to make sure she didn't fall off the stage. So it was, it was, it was pretty, it was just, I mean, honestly, I'll tell you, it was pretty frightening for just a moment for me because I just had to really 
get down deep and ask God what to do and at least now I know it. But the thing that I regret the most because I just kind of got it, it kind of got wiped from me at that point. It was happening fast. I forgot to have the people come up and start giving some testimonies and that's the thing that will not happen again because all of us will remember to make sure that we do that. Yeah, the, so, sorry. Hang on a second. <laughs> I just had to bring I just had to bring that for my church so see even in Honduras I had all those people say I love you Leslie it was great and they you know they were waving and everything because they'd see me at the other churches anyway soon he saw you had something to say so, uh, so for me so I was standing in line to pray for people and before I know I mean it was a God, I mean it was many many it's just not sounding right Many, many people were coming at me, so I began to just lay hands on and begin to pray for them. And there's many, many manifestations of an evil spirit, and also a lot of them was just getting healed instantly, just like that, mm -hmm. over and over, and I was just going, oh, okay. Yeah, then it went on and on, and the manifestation it, just it happened so quickly. Yeah, and this young lady, she was just jumping up and down, jumping up and down. She couldn't stop. Jumping up and down, up and down. It's manifestation, yeah. you know. So the, the began to rebuke and lay hands on. She fell out, and it was just everything was happening, and it was one after another, one after another. Yeah. I mean, we were just surrounded by the so many people. Yeah. Then yeah, that went pray on. For me, pray for me. Yeah, pray it for went me. on for a while. The next thing I know, because I couldn't hear nothing, because it was so loud. Then next thing I know, I look up and people. Well, started leaving, and I thought, what's well, they, they, Yeah, they had to get on the buses to get home because most of them were bused in. So we're hoping next year, if we get to go, we can ask them to you know, add at least another hour to what they know they're going to be there. But they just stand. They just stand the whole time. Um, <clears throat> there's, when, was, when Sharon and I got off the stage, I'll just give this testimony, then we're about to stop here. Uh, there was a, a woman <clears throat> that one of the pastors had their hand upon her head, and she was manifesting big time. I mean, thumbing at the mouth, um, shaking all over, screaming, crying all over. Um, just she was in misery, and she was, it was just so tormented by these these demons. And so I, I just gently moved his hand away because I thought enough is enough. You can't deliver them all in one night. <laughs> it just can't happen all in one night. And so while there was some that was, some, I'm sure she lost a lot, there were a lot of demons that came out, a lot of healing that had happened. Um, and so we, we just prayed gently and quietly for her for a little bit. And then finally I had my interpreter. <clears throat> I said, just put your hand on her head and whisper in her ear, peace, peace, peace. And finally it started relieving. And then there was, I said, get her some water. Uh, so she, then she, we handed her some water, and she started drinking the water, and finally she was able to calm down. She had come two and a half hours to this crusade. Wow. And because I thought I was just going to be able to put her in one of the, the pastor's churches. Mm -hmm. and But she had drove two and a half hours to come. So obviously she was very passionate to make sure that she was delivered from whatever she was there for. And praise God, I know that there was a lot that happened. Our... Um, our driver, he 
got her number so that he can be in touch with her to get her the information where that she can go and send Pedro. Uh, this is Linda praying with someone, so we're just about done. This was at the end, just praying for the people. You can see they just, all of them just want to be least touched. They feel like they're closer to Jesus if you just touch them. And we are, well, this is when it kind of got started getting a little scary for us, and so we had to figure out what was the next step to do. All of these people are up by the stage, all of them. It's a powerful time of ministry. Yeah. So I'm rushing through these pictures. I probably should say something else. Can you back up one slide? I, I want you to look at that picture because many of you are looking at that and you're saying, that's not me. I'll never be on stage. I'll never speak like that. Well, God knows that. Because the Bible says that one plants, another waters, but the Lord gives the increase. So when you support us, and I'm not taking a donation here, because supporting is not always writing a check. Support a lot of times is fasting and praying. As a matter of fact, checks without fasting and praying can fall on the ground. So I want you to look at that and understand that if you helped us go to Honduras in any way, you are on that stage. I want you to, to look at that and know that before the Lord, your prayers are answered. Your blessings have been received. That's, that, that's you, because it's not a person, it's not one person standing up there. It's an entire team. It's everybody in the room. It's everybody outside the room that fasted and prayed. You're up there too. And so, go to the next slide. When you see that crowd, that crowd is there because you were a part of it. Amen. We're all a part of a team here. Don't think you just put somebody else up there. No, you didn't. One plants, the other waters, and the Lord gives the increase. Go ahead. So, i end with this. This, this went all over Honduras, the whole country of Honduras, about uh, our, our crusade. I know, Tony, I asked you to kind of say what it was about. One minute, I'm going to go to our Can you turn it down? This is a crusade, and there were many miracles. Now we have the results. The, the video down. Can you turn the video down? It was a sea of people serving the Lord with a crusade, evangelistic crusade. The power of God was in it. There were miracles, there were functions. Let's hear some pastors that received. It was something great that they had. Although it was not good what I had, and they were liver. See, see, snakes, lizards. Yeah, it's a, it's a spirit. I don't have to translate that. We see God do many mighty miracles and healings. A lot of pain. People have pain in their stomach, neck. Um, yeah, the pain leaves their body. Also had a, a young man I prayed for. He couldn't see anything, and his eyes opened. 
Oramos por un niño que tenía ceguedad en sus ojos y fue sano al 100%. That happened right here tonight on this soccer field. Eso pasó esta noche en esta cruzada. Um, I, I talked to several people tonight that heard hearing voices. Teníamos también personas que escuchaban voces. And some people do make animal sounds. Y muchas personas hacían eh, sonidos de animales. Yes, yes, snakes. The blood of Jesus burns. You are healed in the name of Jesus. God is great and the blood of Jesus and there's nothing impossible for him. There's been liberation we saw many uh, how God moved it was a time of great blessings praise God well that's what happened the Lord showed up and we were just used as, as willing vessels thank mm. you all for supporting us thank, thank you for you your for prayers thank you for sending us um, because we've been changed and praise God we've been changed and I look forward to the next time that he gets to send us again. So God bless you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for your support. And if you need a touch, Jesus will be the man that will touch you. It's the blood of Jesus. Amen. The blood of Jesus is what heals you. God bless.